Back down from uh, Qantas, big back down over the expiry date of some of the $570 million worth of travel credits. You can also exchange them for cash. Uh, this is Ellen Joyce. We're doing this because we've listened. We know the credit system was not as smooth as it should have been. And while we've improved it recently and extended the expiry date several times, people lost faith in the process. So does this put any pressure on Air New Zealand? Their credits are due to expire end of January. Consumer boss John Duffy's with us. John, morning to you. Good morning. They've always argued that they've got a different sort of system. Is that true, as in Air New Zealand versus Qantas? Well, I think at a high level, no. I mean, basically, you've paid for a flight. It was cancelled uh, because of COVID, and the airline has kept your money and only offered you a credit. So, so at a very high level, the systems are pretty identical. And so did Joyce back down because of the legal action? There's, there's legal action happening in Australia, and also he was called before a Senate committee, and he had to pony up with an answer. So the Australian government kind of demanded to know why a, yeah. a company that's effectively underwritten by the government over there, uh, similar to here, um, isn't doing the right thing by consumers. It's funny you should say that. I watched that Senate hearing and I thought about it. He was really there because of the profit. It was a huge profit. But so was Air New Zealand's profit. So what do you think? Should a foreign be in front of a committee here explaining profit or not? Look, I think... You know, fundamentally, it's really important that Air New Zealand is profitable and, and doesn't run at a loss, right? So I don't think we should criticise Air New Zealand for you know, turning their business around and, and making profit. But I think questions do need to be asked if Air New Zealand is sitting on um, similar... But it won't be as high as what Qantas has, no. but if they're sitting on similar amounts of unused credits, given the uncertainty that it, it provides people who haven't yet used those credits... Um, this constant renewal of the expiry date, it probably, from an administrative perspective, would be easier for Air New Zealand to look at a similar policy and just say, look, if you want to get your cash out, now that we're profitable again, we think that's a fair reasonable thing yeah. to do. Because you can understand, when they were in the crapper, they had no money to pay out even if they wanted to. Well, they, they did have a um, quite a large bailout that the government provided them. Um, to get themselves out of um, out of the pot, and you know we argued the whole way through quite vociferously that um, it shouldn't be you know passengers that carry the risk of um, flights being cancelled. It actually should be the airline because they want to profit from it ultimately. Well, okay, John, you have a good weekend. Appreciate it very much, John Duffy, Consuming New Zealand. And that's before you get to the whole business of airline credits. They're so complicated. They once I once flew first class from here to San Francisco. Isn't that ironic? Uh, on, on what I've deemed at the time to be an incredibly small number of points. And I thought, I cannot believe I've managed to achieve this on the points I've got. And yet now you can't even get a biscuit with 60,000 air points. It's, or it's indeed some... even entry to the curry lounge no, sometimes. Exactly. Precisely. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.